So today we about to rank the eras of hip hop start from the 1980s to the 2010s. Since the 2020s just started and hip hop was just beginning in the 70s and it wasn't a full decade of hip hop, we gonna leave those two decades out. Anyway, this conversation is very unbiased and even though I'm from the old school, I'ma be objective with my assessments. And when I rank these eras, I'm basing it off two criterias. Number one, longevity and replay value. And number two, cultural influence. I mean, how far did the era shift the culture, man? Now, let me set a disclaimer here, because this ain't no hour-long video, I had to simplify the eras into decades. However, in reality, some of these decades had different eras within the decade. But we gonna talk about that too. Anyway, let's hop to it. Number four, the 2010s. As y'all gonna hear throughout this episode, cause I struggled to really rank these, man. I really debated at putting this one number three, but the current number three pulled out a close victory. I must admit, the 2010s is still relatively new, so I ain't really had enough time to display some longevity and replay value. Low key, the 210s hip hop got more replay value than the rest of these areas cause it's still real new. But anyway, I digress. I thought the 2010s were dope and for a lot of people that's teenagers or in their early 20s, in some ways the 2010s is their 1990s. Let me explain. During the 2010s, you saw a huge shift in hip hop where it really didn't sound like the hip hop that I grew up on. That don't mean that it ain't still dope ass hip hop, that just means that it's a little bit different. This is the first complete decade of hip hop where rhyme skills didn't matter nearly as much as vibe did. And I mean, it's safe to say that Drake owned this whole decade, man. Drake emerged as one of the all-time hip-hop greats. And I know some of y'all in the comments gonna talk about how Drake didn't write all his songs. Man, I don't give a damn if he did. Michael Jackson didn't write all his shit neither, but he's still the GOAT. Anyway, let me move on. I don't want to be messy. Anyway, the 2010s produced some of the best hip-hop work ever. Plus, we got to see young lyricists come to the forefront like Drake, J. Cole, K-Dot, a.k.a. Kendrick Lamar. In my opinion, one of the best years of hip-hop since the birth of hip-hop back in 1973 was 2016 to 2017. To me, it was a paradigm shift, and that era around then changed the sound of hip-hop forever. Future really kicked it off, and Amigos followed it up. Although both acts have been grinding for a minute, they really came to light around that time. I rocks with the 2010s, bro. Number three, the 1980s. Man, this was a really close race. It almost put the 80s as number two, but the current number two is it out fairly. Let me explain something to y'all what 80s hip hop was. It was all about rocking the party. It was about real MCing. See, what y'all youngest don't understand is that it's a big difference between being a rapper and being an MC. Just cause you a rapper don't mean you know how to MC, and the same with MCing. Some of the greatest MCs had basic bars just to keep it all the way 100. A big thing about the 80s was the culture of that era. See, back then, we had house parties, block parties, sock hops. Well, y'all probably don't know what a sock hop is. You're just gonna have to Google that. But anyway, in order for the party to be dope or hype, you needed a host for that party. And that host was called the MC, which stands for Master of Ceremony. That MC stood on the stage and controlled the party and entertained the crowd, man. In the early days, MCs did things like call and answer type rap. Like they would say things like, throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. You know, they did cool shit like that to keep the crowd engaged. And then that MC job 
evolved into telling more complicated and engaging rhymes, and then voila, the rapper was born. At any rate, you saw a lot of this evolution in the 80s. The funniest thing about the 80s, and also the 90s, is that it was like three eras of hip hop in the 80s. From like 1980 to 1983, 84 to 86, and then 87 to 89. Now that was more flashy rap than when gangster rap came in. So it's hard to loop it into one era, but for the interest of time, I had to choose a whole decade. Also, what was dope about the 80s is you saw a whole lot of the core elements of hip-hop still present like graffiti, breakdancing, and b-boying. You don't see a lot of that no more. People always ask about b-boying, right? They like, man, what really is b-boying? It's just a cool way of saying that you lived and supported the culture, but really didn't rap or dance. You just kind of chill, supported it, man, and just was about the movement. The 80s had a lot of classic albums too. Some of my favorites are Paid and Full by Eric B and Rakim, Raising Hell by Run DMC, Licensed to Ill by the BC Boys, Big and Deafer by LL Cool J, Criminal Minded by Boogie Down Productions, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, just to name a few, man. I can go on and on about the albums that came out in the 80s. If I had to name the best artists to come out of the 80s, I would say it was Rakim, Run DMC, KRS-One, Big Daddy Kane, Slick Brick, and LL Cool J. It's a whole lot more, but like I said, we ain't got time to cover them all. Man, I love the 80s, bro, but let's move on. Number two, the 2000s. Man, the best thing about the 2000s was I think the style stayed consistent for most of the entire decade. Now, what I mean by that is if you hit joint from 2002 and a joint from 2009, it ain't really sound like it was seven years apart. Most of the production and rhyme style was more similar than the other eras. Also, the 2000s have a legitimate case as being the number one era in hip-hop history, but I had to put it number two. Anyway, my favorite part of the 2000s is that conscious rap came to the forefront. Now, you might ask, what's conscious rap? You know, think most Def and Talib Kweli, Lupe Fiasco, Common, Immortal Technique, you know, those type of brothers. And it's really a subgenre of hip-hop that's about creating awareness and knowledge to a particular subject. It became popular after Pac and Biggie got killed in the 90s. And a lot of it was to create a shift from the gangster rap era, which proved to be very dangerous, obviously, from the 90s, which I believe was really needed. It needed a shift, man. I'm telling you, you had to be a part of that era to understand what I'm talking about. Speaking of subgenres, that's why I put the 2000s so high, is because that's when hip hop started to get so big that we had subgenres. That's dope. We went from not even having a category at award shows to having genres within genres. That's dope as hell, bro. Probably the biggest thing about the 2000s was the emergence of the South. Man, hip-hop was almost exclusive to the East and the West Coast since the beginning of hip-hop, but the 2000s brought it to the mainstream. I mean, you had OutKast, 2 Live Crew, you know, a couple other groups, of course, man, but it wasn't that many that really went to the mainstream. Master P and Cash Money, they started to get busy in the late 90s, but it wasn't like the whole South was killing it. Well, in the 2000s, man, hip hop went to the South, man, and they never came back, bro. And even though I'm from the Midwest and I might be a little bit partial to East Coast hip hop, but I fucks with the South and I give them mad respect, bro, for real. Man, the stars that the 2000s produced were unreal. Man, you had M, 50, Wayne, T.I., Luda, Nelly. Oh, and that man from Chicago, Kanye West. Damn, they was killing it. Oh, and you had the start of Nicki Minaj and Drake's careers, man. That was dope as hell. 
But anyway, my favorite albums from that era is The Blueprint, Stillmatic, The Love Below Slash Speaker Box, Thank Me Later, The Marshall Mathis LP, and basically Kanye West's first four fucking albums. Bruh, Ye is likely the most innovative artist in the history of hip-hop, bro, I'm telling you. But let me give an unlikely source some credit in this era, man. Soldier Boy. You know Soulja always say he's the first to do everything, man. But you know what, man? He right with some of this, man. So I gotta give Draco his flowers right now. I remember when he came out with Crank That, man. I was mad as hell. Because that arguably was the first mumble rap song ever, man. It was a couple before that, man. But he really popularized that shit, man. It didn't sound like hip-hop, but it was a vibe. And you couldn't ignore it, man. I remember what the homie Too Short said one time. And he was right, man. Y'all gotta understand, Soldier was the first to use the internet to promote yourself without a label. Because of him, you don't need no major label deal no more, man. All you gotta do is make dope music, upload it from your own crib, and that's it. After that, man, everything changed, man, and artists was a lot more independent than they had ever been before. And finally, number one, the 1990s. Man, this should be no surprise. The 90s was the best era for everything, not just music. I mean, the women were dope, the trends were dope. It had the best TV shows, the best movies, man, the best every damn thing. I mean, all the dope technology came out, man. The internet dropped mainstream in like 95, man. The cell phone came with the mainstream, the two-way pager. If y'all don't know what a two-way pager is, it was basically the predecessor to text messaging and all of that, man. But if you wasn't a young adult in the 90s or in your late teens, man, you missed something special. But the best part of it all was hip hop. Man, I picked the 90s to be number one because this is when we put the world on notice that hip hop had arrived as a national phenomenon and it was here to stay. Believe it or not, they thought it was a fad like disco music in the late 70s, which only really lasted for a few years. But the 90s, man, it was just a vibe. The 90s was the first and only complete decade where you had to have actual rhyme skills to shine. The whole fucking decade was about real rhyme skills. Everybody can rap at a high level, and I mean everybody. Nowadays, if you rhyme too good or sound too complicated, they label you as underground or conscious or something like that. In the 90s, a hot 16 was the true test of an MC. Quit playing, man. Let me tell y'all what a hot 16 is. That means 16 bars of pure fire coming out your mouth, man. That's four counts a bar. So that basically means 64 counts of you just going off. That was a true test of an MC, man. I'm telling you. The crazy thing about 90s hip hop though, is the 90s was like three eras in one decade. For example, you had from 90 to 93, it was like the New Jack Swing type beats, plus it was a lot of turntable scratching, grungy type shit, you know what I mean? Uh, then you had from 94 to 96, it was death row mania, plus it was hard street type beats. From that perspective, man, Dr. Dre, Primo, Pete Rock really reigned supreme amongst other producers. This is when the Wu-Tang Clan came Came out, Nas, Mob Deep started coming through, but bigger than all of them at that time, and still to this day, was a brother named Tupac Shakur. I know y'all all know Pac, but let me tell you, 
Pac was the special dude, and to see all of that live was a special situation. This stage of hip hop, man, was hardcore. The beats were harder, darker, the street had really got a hold of hip hop, and it was like everybody and their mama started telling their hood stories. When Pac and Big got killed in 96 and 97, hip hop let go of the gangster image and got a lot more fun and friendly, man. I personally think we needed that. So Bad Boy, Rough Riders kind of ruled this era from 1997 to 1999. In this period, we saw artists like Mace, Puffy emerge as an actual rapper and artist, DMX, Ja Rule, and that light-skinned boy from Detroit. Man, let me tell you something, I'm a big Eminem fan. In my opinion, he was one of the artists to blame for hip-hop being as commercially successful as it is today. It was dope, man, and if I could go back to the 90s and stay forever, I would.